Hello and welcome to Coffee Pods. We're really pleased to be back with you. Anyone who is new here, an extra warm welcome. My name is Lisa and as usual, I'm joined by Wes. Great to be back with you, Wes. Yep, looking forward to this one. Yes, this is an urgent question. So these ones okay. are always some of my favourite. Um, <laughs> so we've had somebody asking about prayer. Um, and the question that's come through is that I have become stuck in one way of praying for others. What can I do? Mm. Yes, I'm sure we've all been there, haven't we? Because we get quite comfortable in the way that we do things. Yeah, we do. And, and it's a great question because... Um, you know, we automatically assume that it's like putting petrol in your tank. You just, you know, put thing in and 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 fill it up. Yeah. But actually, prayer is a very um, interactive thing. It's a very human thing that you know we are um, we, we're sort of entering into it with all of us. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just well, I'll say some words. Um, and we, you're right, we do develop a way of prayer that we feel comfortable with. Um, it doesn't expose us too much. We're not risking too much. Um, and, and it gives us a sense of security, but it can also become a little bit of a prison, I guess, too. Yeah, because I was just going to ask you, is there actually anything wrong with, I mean, the word stuck makes it a negative <laughs> thing, doesn't it? But is there anything <laughs> wrong with being in one way of praying? Um, n- no, there isn't. And, and of course, I, I think, in a sense, um, the question is, does it work? Right. You know, we might feel stuck, but does it work? I mean, um, it it can be that God is using uh, an approach to ministry um, and and it's the way that you normally uh, do that. And I the question is, is it working for you? Is the question I would ask Mm. as well as is it working for the person that you're praying for? Yeah. You know, so if you're praying for somebody and they, they get the idea, you're just going through the words, yeah. you know, Lord bless this person, just really help them. You know, it, it's not really bringing the presence of Jesus to them. Yeah. So is, does it, is it working in the way that you expect? Is it working in the way that you expect it would work for others? You know, yeah, that's good. big question. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, t- sorry, this might be going off topic a little bit, but you were saying like if they can tell you're going through the words or through the motions Um, someone on our team was praying the other day and um, it was amazing because what they prayed or spoke out was just it just hit me as such truth and and I, I can kind of hear what you're saying about whether it's useful for the person being ministered to because as somebody who is in ministry I think you also pick up on stuff and that can, mm. and that's not always helpful, but you can pick up on whether it's just going through the motions or, you know, it just feels like, oh, I've heard I've heard this before, especially if you've got something ongoing. Mm. But this, but this mm. individual was so in tune with the spirit that what they spoke or prayed was it was perfect, probably for them as much as me, I imagine. Uh- yeah, and and there's, a, there's that sense of of the the current nature of the spirit being with us and upon us. Yeah, I think I think sometimes on 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 the other side of the coin, you know, it may be that this might be the tenth time we've ever prayed this. Yeah, but actually, for the person we're praying for, it's their first time. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it comes to them fresh and it comes to them uh, alive, and mm-hmm. you know, and they're experiencing the presence of Jesus because it's fresh for them. And, mm. and we just need to keep our own hearts um, fresh for us. Um, and in a sense, 
you know, one of the ways we do that is to um, to to bring our ministry to God outside of doing ministry. Say, Lord, I just want to offer this to you. You know, Lord, just come and speak to me about what I'm doing, and mm. and and because I want people to experience Jesus, not just the power of the meeting or the ministry or the yeah. thing we've done. So it's good, it's got to keep it fresh. So yeah, that's that's a great question. Yeah, so that's cool. So you've got us thinking about whether it works. You know, mm. if you feel that does it work? Does it work for us? Does it work for the person? Mm. What else? Mm. What else can, do we need to be thinking about? Well, I suppose you could talk, think about. You know, is it just a season? You know, you, you you get in a way of doing something, you know, for a bit. And then if you look back last year, you weren't doing it like that. It's mm. it's just something new. And, and often God can bring, like you just talked about, some revelation to you that suddenly it, 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 it puts all the Christmas lights back on. The whole thing's like, <laughs> oh, wow. OK. And, mm. and you can see of how God is working or the things that he's uh, saying. And, and what I've worked out in my life is that often when I'm asking God for something different what I'm often asking for is something deeper right not something different Mm. and and so I guess one of the things is one of the ways to start praying is to say God um, before I change what I do could you change me oh wow you know and so you know is it a season that you're going through yeah that's very that's very interesting and a good thing Mm. to think about isn't it it's, it's not bad. I, I quite. I mean, I, and you you go through many di- of those seasons in your life. I mean, been in the ministry forty years, and I've been through a number of those seasons uh-huh. where things change and things get different and things get deeper. Do you think for people in this sort of situation, like the person who sent us this question, that often it is about a, an internal change more than a process in in how we do things? Yeah, I think I think I think a lot of the time it's that. I think there's a lot yeah. of time when we're feeling dry and stuff, and we think, okay, if I if I go to this place, if I go to this meeting, if I go and visit this place, you know, um, where things are supposed to be happening, something yeah. will happen for me. Whereas actually, we get distracted by the different when actually we should be looking for the deeper. Yeah, thank you. That's that's really helpful. Okay, so then thinking about the person we're praying for. Yeah, they are a huge part of what we're doing here. <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> um, I, I guess one of the things that we we do in Acorn is we we don't look at it from the basis of what do I feel comfortable doing and 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 what what can I do, but we say what does the person before me need? Right. So, am, am I praying this way because I feel comfortable with it, or am I praying this way because this is what this person needs to meet Jesus right now? Yeah. And and so I think part of that is to be open to things that we've not experienced of how God works, of how the spirit guides us before. Um, and, and of course, <laughs> the big challenge with that is um, we want to be certain. You know, I mean, that, that we understand that we're looking yeah. for a point of certainty. But of course, in the realm of faith, all we have is trust and assurance and and in a sense that God is with us and perhaps we're wanting certainty and God gives us assurance. Now you spoke about this at the last Healing Academy I think it was or one of the lounges and you asked our group didn't you whether there's a difference between 
trust mm. was it trust and assurance yeah uh, uh, certainty and trust certainty and... yeah can you i i, I it's awful because it's gone out my head and it's probably because i'm the pressure of the moment but what, <laughs> you did you really opened something up for us there can you just go into that a little bit well certainty means that it's all locked down and it, the outcome is predicted and unchanging Right. Trust is when I have an assurance, a, a, a confidence in God, but I can't determine how this works out. Yeah. So, for instance, um, if you um, jump out of a plane with a parachute, I hasten to say, right, <laughs> your trust is that this thing will float downwards and you will come to the ground. But actually, you don't have certainty about that, mm. but you have trust yeah. in the process. And you have an assurance that the person who's taught you <laughs> to, to, to skydive knows what they're doing. <laughs> and so similarly, um, you know, from the plane, there isn't a piece of rope that you literally slide down to the ground. You're in that place of free fall of trust in the process that you're in. And, and, and praying for others is very much like that, in that we are in that place of not being able to determine or predict how this works out. But we know that the end is good because God is good. And that's our trust. And that's the assurance that we have. We don't have certainty. We have assurance and trust. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it really does open, open it up a lot. Um, hmm. Right. So... We've asked three questions, really, haven't yep. we, around this. We've asked whether it works for yep. you and the person. Are you just in a season? Is there yep. a deeper change that might be needed within? And also, what does the person we're ministering to need now? Um, all these things we've looked at, we're not trying to um, work out whether we're doing things right or wrong. They're just mm -hmm. practical things um, that we mm. need to be thinking about. Um, what if, you know, what if somebody does feel like they're really locked in and this is just really not working? OK, um, I've been reflecting on that. and I, I just like to read you this uh, this poem. Mm. Um, it's called uh, It Is Not. It's a short one. It's uh, it says it is not that I do not want to pray or that I have forgotten the how to. It is not that I do not care for those that are known and loved, or that I have wearied having your ear. It is not that I do not know how great are the needs they have or the longings they carry. It is just that I do not know what to say. Which words might rise above the overwhelming that is felt by all who hold these things before you? But this is my only comfort that you already know all things. I decided long ago that the desire to act, to intervene, was always there in you. So that even here in this moment, I am sure that whatever I desire can ever speak out is surpassed by your greater goodness. But still, I do not know how to frame thought to word and word to prayer. So I will hold to this, that my knowledge of name and face 
is sufficient data for me to pass on to you. That infinite love needs only the merest information. And that by saying their name, it becomes the focus of your name. So here is my it is not prayer. These are names and faces I know. And my confidence is that you know and send heavenly answer. So, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. I like that. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Captures something of there are times when we don't know what to do, but yeah. name and face. Yeah, lovely. Mm. Thank you. This has been really helpful. And hopefully those of you listening have just felt a little bit inspired and resourced uh, by this podcast So let's leave it there then, Wes, and uh, we'll catch up in a week or so for another episode. Yeah, look forward to it. Take care. Bye.